jasmine, oolong, green, and white. Long ago, these four teas were skillfully brewed at the Blissful Brew. Then, everything changed when the shop's popularity threatened its existence. All Mr. Okoron, the shop's owner and tea master, could do was to recruit four teenage orphans to learn his trade and staff his shop. A year has passed since the orphans were hired, and although their skills have progressed, they still have a lot to learn before they can brew anything. But I believe that they have the potential to make the Blissful Brew the greatest tea shop in the world. What's everyone's uh, favorite tea? Uh, that could be uh, both your favorite personal tea, if you want to share that. But otherwise, what is your character's personal favorite type of tea? Connor, uh, what do you? What does? Uh, what does broccoli enjoy? So, well, personally, my favorite tea is like an herbal tea, like oh, okay. a, like a citrusy type tea. But I feel mm. for him, he didn't have a lot growing up, so he's just got whatever sort of discarded fruit has fallen off a cart going by. <laughs> And he just soaks it in hot water and drinks that, calls it tea. Awesome. <laughs> Alfalfa from the barn. So the, the anything tea, anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Cameron, what is, uh, well, what yours, if you like, I don't know. You don't, I don't drink tea. You're not really a tea guy. I've never drank tea, really, so I have no answer no, that's fair. either because I don't know about teas. Cameron's favorite tea is a cold Glass of water. Water. <laughs> Final answer. And it maybe a leaf fell in it. And, and, and Bill Door. Water. <laughs> One time a leaf fell in it and he picked it out and then he drank it and he said, ah, okay. Was that no, that's what scarred him from tea. <laughs> he said, oh gosh. This uh, is what tea is? <laughs> Dave, Dave, what is you and Guo, uh, oh, right? Okay, oh, Han. <laughs> what is trauma. you and Han's favorite kind of tea? Well, my favorite is probably. Chai tea. Oh, okay. Uh, right, I just poured myself some tea. We're having some French vanilla seep here. Ooh, French vanilla. Uh, we'll see a black tea. We'll see how that tastes. Um, I would say Guauhan's favorite tea is a sort of spice tea. Okay. Um, maybe with a little milk in there. Sure. He's probably had uh, quite a few different kinds of tea in his life. He's probably, I'm sure the circus with every or the carnival and everything, I'm sure he's tried quite a few different probably, flavors from across yeah. the land. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Mika, uh, Michaela slash Mika, what, what, uh, what tea are, is on the top of your list? Um, my favorite tea is probably a green tea or I like, um, like a raspberry tea. Ooh, that sounds good. That's pretty All good. Right. And what do you think Mika would, would go for? Um, I think she probably would go for most teas, but she probably likes the ones that are a little bit sweeter. Okay, cool, awesome. All right, like in the way that she adds sugar, or just the natural sweetness from the natural sweetness. Oh, okay. So she likes them like fruity and things like that. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Me personally, as uh, the game master, uh, I always like a green tea. Uh, I love mixing two teas together. Um, So usually, what I'll do is I'll do green tea with like mint, like a mint tea. That's that's what I mint tea mint tea so anyway that's mine um all right cool all right now we can jump in as the sun begins to set and the usual customers come in from a long day of working to sit down and enjoy a nice cup of hot tea four teenagers make their way through their duties amidst the blissful brew mr okuran the owner makes his way throughout the restaurant greeting customers and calling orders to his staff as he does, we're going to go around and see as each individual is, is making their way 
uh, through their duties at the tea shop. So um, from the front of shop, one of the first people that greets any of these given customers is Bill Dore, who uh, approaches a, a couple, like a small family, maybe a mother, father, two kids. Um, they come in and they sit down at one of the tables. It's kind of one of those seat yourself kind of establishments and quickly rushes over Bill Dore. Uh, Bill Dore, what do you look like? What, what's kind of your... Your character uh, he's style. tall, about six foot tall. Okay. Uh, he he's lanky and he is white. Okay. Long arms, long legs, nothing in the middle. Nothing. In Very the skinny. He is a floating set of ligaments and a head. <laughs> yeah. Basic. Basic. <laughs> what uh, what clothes does Bill Dore wear? How do you say casual yet formal? Okay. I guess. So uh, like a business casual. In a sense, yeah. He wears his pants are kind of like long flowing, kind of like oh, pants. Okay. Uh, as for his uh, top, though, he has like a kind of like a vest on. Oh, okay. okay. With like a undershirt, but like the sleeves are rolled up. Okay. As uh, as this little family is sitting down, what uh, you you come walking up to them and what do you say? Hello, how may I help you? Uh, I am Bill Dore. I am the waiter here at the Blissful Blissful Brew. Uh, may I take your order? I have the menu here. You can peruse it for a little bit. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. The the mother says as you hand each well, you hand the parents a menu and um, do you, do you have a kids menu by chance? Uh, we have water. Oh, uh, well, I'll, I'll take two water. Well, we'll all do a water to start off with, and then I'll let you know uh, we'll, if you want to swing by in a couple minutes, and, and we should have some things picked out that we would like. The the husband doesn't really talk, like, at all. He just, mm, as he, like, nods mm, and looks at the menu. He looks pretty focused. Like, the second you hand it to him, he's just, like, scanning over it, like, well, what do I want to do? Uh -huh. um, you guys do at the Blissful Brew serve some, like, Mostly like pastries, not like any like meals, but you know, just like little snack kind of items and stuff. So there is some food options. Okay, well, I would go to the back to get them their water and to give them time to figure out what they want okay, for okay. teas. Awesome. So um, and how, since Bildor doesn't drink tea and yet has found himself in this waiter position, oh, okay. uh, if they ask for his tea, he will randomly pick one out. Oh, like if they ever of said, the like, well, what do you recommend? Yeah, and you okay. randomly pick one as the tea of the day. Oh, okay. And recommend it. Okay. It could be awful. He doesn't know. Yeah, because he, he, he's just like, oh, he doesn't they're all them, awful. Like, yeah, today <laughs> we're drinking, the tea of the day is lemon. <laughs> just straight lemon. Just lemon. It's just water with lemon. <laughs> That's a tea, no, it's right? A lemon tea. Uh, yeah, like a like a lemongrass. Although I guess with Avatar, you can combine like any two things and make it a thing. Okay, so but, it's yeah. lemon, lemon berry. Lemon berry. Okay. Lemon berry. It's tea. a lemon berry tea. Uh, uh, one of the kids like, Mom, Mom, can I get a lemon berry tea, please? And she says, Um, okay. Well, uh, that's one order. Um, he'll have a lemon berry. And then the other kid, of course, you know, being as kids are like, well, I want a lemon tea too. And then oh, I want the lemon berry and the and the and the and she's like and, and okay we'll do two we'll do two lemon berry teas thank you and then the other two of us will have ours ready when you come back and so um, you you rush off to the back to go get the waters and the and the two lemon berry teas and uh, as you uh, remind me um, Guohan what what does he do at the shop. Uh, well, um, he would kind of fill in where needed. But oh, okay, perfect. He would also be uh, he's a server, busser. Oh, okay. Um, 
He also kind of goes out, tries to drum up business from he does the advertising the market. Sure. All right. So perfect. So as uh, Bill Dora, as you're you're making your way towards the back, you you stop by the counter where Guohan is kind of like running the the register. You know, he's keeping track of the orders and and the accounting side. Otherwise, you know, of uh, how much each customer owes, and uh, uh, you let him know uh, the, about the the new table that you just had. Oh. Uh... I need two lemon berry teas and water. Two waters. I need two waters. Make it snappy. Well, this was for this was for table three. Uh, and Bildor like hands counts the tables. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's three. I think it's three. Right, How many tables so, Bill, do we have? <laughs> and. Uh, so you you marked that down, Gohan, and and oh yeah, tell us a little bit about Gohan. What's what, I mean, you did a little bit before, but it's Gohan. He is uh, he is probably the shortest member of the group. He's only five one. Okay, he weighs one hundred and forty pounds. Um, so maybe slightly, if you look at the BMI. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, he's got olive skin like many of the Earthbenders do in sure. Avatar the Show. Um, and those kind of same green earthbender eyes. Um, he's got black hair, kind of in a bowl cut, uh, short on the sides, longer on the top. He wears he wears pretty much the same outfit that Uncle Iroh and Zuko wear when they are working in a tea shop. Oh, okay. So kind show. of those robes. He's got yeah, an over a longer over robe, over pants, and a long sleeve tunic. Okay. Um, in the Typical Earthbender colors, kind of the greens yeah. and yellows. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Okay, very cool, very cool. So oh, you... and he also has uh, like roundish wire rim glasses. Oh, so okay, okay. He's basically the Harry Potter of the Earth Kingdom. <laughs> Harry Potter, of the, the Earthbending Harry Potter. Um, perfect. So as you're writing down and note taking the uh, the order, you know you're calculating their current total. Just so you know you have it ready. Although you know you, there's a good chance that they're probably going to order more. You just like to have you know the numbers ready to go. Um, as you do that, um, and and Bildor had passed that information to you out loud. Uh, you hear a voice from the back say, "Oh, two lemon berry teas and two waters coming right up." And, and both of you, you know, you just kind of glance over really quick and you see uh, the familiar face of Mr. Okuran, who owns this tea shop. He's the manager. He's the owner. So you guys know him well, of course. Um, he's an older man, also wearing kind of similar clothes to, to Guohan. Um, that is sort of this kind of Earth Kingdom uh, robe style clothing. Um, he's, he's doing an impressive feat of uh, he's putting or he's opening up the oven door with his foot because he's leaned back and pouring <laughs> two lemon berry teas that are sit like the cups are already on a platter over on the opposite side of him. So he's pouring those, he's opening up the stove with his foot. Um, he sets the tea down as he finishes pouring the two cups of them to which he then leans forward with a, grabs a uh, pot holder with his hand and pulls out a bunch of uh, freshly baked like scones, sets that tray on top of the stove and then sets the pot holder down, turns around, grabs a pitcher of cold water. Um, it'd be probably like a clay pitcher or something like that. Starts pouring two of those uh, into glasses. And then Bill Dora, you come over and, and you grab the tray from where he's got it all set up. And you take it um, over to the table. 
And as you do this, you notice two other figures who are both standing right next to each other as they furiously wash dishes. They've got teacups. Not furiously, Mika? No, no? not furiously. <laughs> oh, tell me, tell me how Mika is washing some dishes. I assume you're probably on washing duty, whereas Broccoli's probably on drying duty. I think theoretically that makes sense. But. Yeah, well, Mika's a very nonchalant kind of gal. Uh, she's pretty laid back, so she also doesn't like... Um, What's his name? Bra- okra. Oh, Mr. Okuran? Okra. Oh. She <laughs> She calls him Okra. Yeah. She doesn't really care for him too much, so she doesn't, you know, do probably her 100%, but, you know, she's using her waterbending skills and, okay. you know, washing the dishes. Okay. All right. Well. All right. And then what does she look like? What is, I mean, what is she wearing? Um, are there any, like, defining features that people would notice if they walked by and, and saw her? Um, yeah, so she's, um, I mean, she looks like a waterbender, you know, from the Southern tribe. She has the same clothing, however, it's not blue, it's more of like a grayish tone. Okay. Um, she, you know, obviously the water tribe, they are very like, they're like together. Oh, they're like very close knit. Yeah, they're close knit. So, uh, she didn't want to completely give up that part of her, but she you know, didn't want to 100% look like them either. So basically the same attire as a waterbender, just gray. Um, She has a birthmark that goes from her forearm to her hand. Okay. Um, And on her left hand, she also has only one earring. Probably people would notice that just because it's kind of weird. Sure. You don't have a matching set. Um. She is also a very small member of this group. She is one inch taller than Mr. Han over here. Okay. She's 5'2", and she's pretty skinny. She's, like, 97 pounds, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's very small. Yeah. Very opposite body type. Well, height-wise, she'd be similar, but I digress. Anyways, okay. And then right next to you is Brock Lee, who I, again, assume is drying the dishes. Yeah, he'll he'll be drying the dishes. Okay. Uh, You want me to go over? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, what are we all seeing? So Mr. Broccoli, he's 17 years of age. Uh, he is a 6'3", 225 pounds, a very well-built country boy, yes. farm boy type build. Uh, didn't come from much, so he's wearing some very baggy and raggedy clothes. Think like Aladdin-type pants and a very like raggedy-type shirt. Okay. He's in the back of the house. He doesn't need to worry about you know presentation or sure. how he looks. Um He's got a green headband that pulls back his top knot of his bl- of black hair. Okay. Got some beard stubble because this is before OSHA. This is before all the <laughs> all the you know FDA approved stuff. So of course he doesn't got to worry about you know beard hair in the in the dishes. It's probably one of the most like uh, bearded seventeen year olds you'll probably meet in your life. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that is Mr. Broccoli. Awesome. Okay, perfect. Well, now we've seen the whole cast. So, um, as as you guys are quickly uh, scrubbing the dishes to make sure that you have enough for you know all the customers that are coming in, and um, Guohan is uh, writing down the numbers as the orders come in. Uh, Bill Dor is rushing a tray of drinks out to that table that just got here. As you guys are all doing that, Mr. Okuran he he calls out. Uh, I am running out to the back to check the inventory. I will be right back. Um, if, if anything goes wrong, I'm sure you guys can handle it. 
Uh, Bildor, I don't know if you necessarily hear this since you're already rushing out to back onto the floor, but I'd say uh, the other three of you probably definitely hear that um, as Mr. Ogron steps out one of the back doors to uh, to go check. You guys have kind of like a, a large shed-like uh, building in the back that usually holds all the inventory. It's kind of like a dried space to make sure that the leaves and other ingredients inside are, are kept good. There might be like a some sort of ice box section of it that keeps cold ingredients like your milk and your creams and things like that uh also you know cold so anyway he steps out to that it's pretty normal for him to do that um shortly after he does though and this is going to be something that uh bill door and probably guohan are going to see immediately the other two of you are in the back but from the front door of the t a mid-40s man looking fairly burly maybe a bit chunky uh stumbles into the tea shop laughing off the fact that, oh, actually, I'll describe that. Sorry, stumbles into the tea shop. <laughs> uh, um, uh, uh, he immediately—that's that's just what he sounds like as he comes stumbling in. Um, he walks immediately up to—he uh, doesn't even sit down at one of the tables. He walks immediately up to the counter to to Guohan, and he says, "What? A, what can I get to drink here?" Oh, hello, sir. We serve. A variety of teas here. You got, uh, what, I don't care about you. What, what kind of booze you got? Oh, uh, this isn't a, that sort of establishment. So. Well, I just got kicked out of the bar across the street. And that's the third one tonight already. And I just really want, like, I, I don't care what it is. You got some lemon sake, some, uh, Berry vodka. Did he say what? lemon berry? <laughs> what? And Bill's standing mm. behind him, just holding a tray with the water and lemon berry it, teas. Uh, <laughs> if you got a lemon berry, like a sake or a vodka, or whatever, as long as it's strong. What? Is it actually nighttime or what time of day? It's kind of like, it's uh, like, kind of like uh, mid-afternoon. So like the sun is starting <laughs> to set. So it's it's not quite dark yet, but it's getting there. I looked at Bill out and I said, Oh yeah, we can get some alcohol for you. Wink. <laughs> and I wink to Bill. Bill just stands there smiling really big. <laughs> he's practiced his waiter smile for a long time and he's basically nailing it now. Sure. Or he always is just smiling regardless of the situation. Well, like, the uh, the obviously intoxicated man, which you can easily tell from the smell you could be three feet away and probably notice that this man is is pretty heavily intoxicated he turns to you bill door and he says well are you gonna give me the booze yeah you have to take a seat first oh yeah okay and you he see goes, that corner one away from all the other people uh-huh that'd be a good one okay i'm gonna sit over there and so he walks over and he sits down at that table and then he just loudly starts singing uh Went to Bazigsay <laughs> and had drinks, and now I say it's just—it's fairly loud. Uh, you can see any of the customers with tables like anywhere within like a ten-foot vicinity of his are just like kind of glancing over at him, and they look like you know like it'd be great if you shut up, and then they kind of look over to the front of the house like, are you guys going to do anything about this? Yeah, uh, Bill Door walks over, sets his waters and teas down for that family, mm-hmm. and he's um, like, "Excuse me, sir, um, 
it would seem that that man over there is being a little bit uh, loud and uh, and uh, a little bit annoying. My children are getting a little bit disturbed and um, and kind of anxious, and uh, I, I'm doing everything I can to keep them in their seats. But thank you so much for the tea. That'll help to uh, yeah, to calm them a little I've bit. I've heard but... lemon berries really good for anxiety. Yes. So, but a, but a loud drunken share. man singing is not very good for anxiety. Uh, it's, it's not. Uh, <laughs> he looks over in the corner towards the drunk man. I do. The other Earth's kingdom cities. Oh, I will. What are your orders? Oh, uh, yes. I think we'll each get a, a slice of the uh, raspberry lemon pies. Berry lemon pie. Got it. Raz- raspberry lemon. Yeah, got it. Oh, thank you. Okay, yes. And uh, I think that's Steel where... trap. Oh, okay. Very good. All right. Well, we'll uh, yeah, that's, I think that's what we'll be ordering for the, for the night. No tea? Oh, Oh, yes. Honey, did you want a tea? Green. Okay, he'll have green, and I will have jasmine tea. Okay, uh, Vildor kind of like mentally registers that, and then walks over to Guan Hu. Guan Ha. Guan Han. Walks over to Han. There, we'll make that easier. Walks over to Han, and he's like, okay, so they want some raspberry lemon pies to steel trap. Uh, Jasmine. <laughs> what? Jasmine. Jasmine tea. And then he said green, which is that a tea or a color? Did he want the no. color? That's one of our basic teas, Bill. That one. Okay. And I'm going to go talk to that guy and he see if he even has money. Um, Can Mika or Broccoli hear anything that's going on? Or are we like totally oblivious? Oh, no. As, uh, I mean, as the guy continues to sing, he's getting like louder and louder. And then, yeah, like the sound is starting to reach you guys. Like, if we can hear that over us cleaning the dishes, like, that's got to be loud. We're in the back of the house. We don't got to deal with them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you guys do want to do anything, you just let me know. Okay, well, I'm going to turn to Broccoli and I'm going to say, I know how to handle this. Uh, I'll be right back. Okay. And then I'm going to walk to Okay. The so, so you walk out to the front, and then you and, and Bill Dor both uh, approach the table with this drunken man, who's now saying, I met a girl in the Water Tribe City, and she was oh so pretty. Hey, you, are you from the Water Tribe? You look like you're from the Water Tribe. Yeah, uh, I, I, I was, I was born there. Ah, oh, yeah, those water tribe girls. Whoa. I like them. I'm sure they've shown you a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. So many things. Uh, Do you have money? I, I got money. Who are you to ask me if I got, I got. I'm your, uh, waiter. Well, you can just wait on somebody else. Where's my booze? All right. Uh, uh, please excuse my friend, Bill. Um, he's, you know, You're he's just excused. trying his best. But, uh, so you want some alcohol, huh? Yeah. It was good old stiff drink? Don't even care what it is. Just hit me with it. All right. I know the best place that you can go. It's not here. We don't have but I'm already things. here, and he said he was going to bring me some alcohol. Yeah, yeah, but here, here's the thing. Okay. Uh, we're going to go across the street. We're going to take a right. Okay. We're going to go down some stairs. Oh, 
This is there's a long gonna, ways. No, it's, it's not that far, I promise. Is this a um, little hole in the wall, boys, or something? Yeah, it's. I'm telling you, it has the best stuff, so not everybody knows about it. Mm. So uh, we're going to do that, or rather you. I don't need to have a drink with you. Um, and at the bottom of these stairs, you know, there's going to be a door, and we'll just head on in there. How's that sound? I'll walk you to the door. We can sing a song. Mm, I want you to, to roll a plead. Plead? Yes. Both dice? Yes. It's an eight. So that'll be a soft success. So they need something this? more. So on a seven, yeah, okay. So on a seven to nine, uh, they need something more evidence that this is the right course, guidance in making the right choice, um, or resource to aid them. So he says to you, he says, I've been to a lot of the bars in the city, and this one doesn't sound familiar. How do I know you're telling the truth? Wait, time out. Yeah. So my thing says that I roll with passion if I'm goading or provoking oh, you gotta NPC. choose two of those moves. So if that's one you want, you want to mark that down. Oh, so that's not one that I necessarily have. But you could, because you get, like I said, you get two of those right off the bat. So, so tell me, what is the what is the move, and what does it say? Okay, so if I goad or provoke an NPC into foolhardy action, I say what I want them to do and roll with passion. On a 10 plus, they do it. On a 7 to 9, they can choose um, one of four options. Okay, okay. So if I rolled with passion, that would actually give me a 9. Right. So um, I guess he could choose to do it, but more intensely than I expected, and I'm taken off guard. Um, Does he choose one of those options? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, he does it, but more carefully than I expected, they gain an advantage against me. They don't do it, but they embarrass themselves and they mark a condition. They don't do it, but only catch themselves at the last minute. They stumble and give you an opportunity. Okay. Okay. This is a good, uh, this is a good opportunity for this one. Um, okay. So he, uh, he says, I've been to a lot of the bars in this city and I don't remember that one. And then he climbs up onto his table and he just starts shouting, this lady right here, she's a liar. She's trying to get me to leave all you nice people. And I know how much everyone here loves me. <laughs> so I just want you all to know that nobody should take her word for anything that she... she uh, 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 and the, the table wobbles a little bit and he falls off the table and just crashes onto the ground. And all the people in the restaurant are... <gasps> as, uh, as he slowly picks himself up. And he looks at Bill and he said, you did that. I saw you jiggle my table. And he takes a swing at you. So now we're going <laughs> to enter and, and um, we're going to enter. It's not combat per se. It's called uh, an exchange, which I guess technically is combat. So the basically the way that this exchange works, if you look at your sort of little cheat sheet, um, each one of you are going to pick. Which, so on the exchanges, okay, so you're each going to pick whether you want to defend and maneuver, advance and attack, or evade and observe. And with each of those, you'll have, um, like I said, the moves that you, which are on the right side of the sheet. So under defend and maneuver, you can do ready, you can do retaliate, you can do seize a position. Um, on advance and attack, you can strike, you can pressure, you can smash. And then on evade and observe, you can test the balance. That's their personal balance, not their balance on the table. Um, bolster or hinder or commit. So Do we all pick? Um, just just the two of you um, who are who are involved in the immediate situation. 
And then based on what you pick, we will go in order. So anybody that chooses to defend and maneuver will go first. Anybody that chooses advance and attack will go second. And anyone that chooses evade and observe will go last. Bildor and Mika, let me know what it is that you choose. Do we choose one of those things underneath of it when we choose it? Or are we just... Yes, yeah, you'll choose one of those, yep. Um, I'm going to evade and observe. Okay. And then, Bildor, what are you doing? Uh, defend and maneuver. Defend and maneuver, okay. And then, underneath those, which one are you guys choosing? And you'll go first, so you can... We can start with you. Parry. Parry. Oh, you're going to use your... Okay. So tell me what your ability does with parry. Stop a foe's attack before it connects. Choose a foe who used advance and attack this exchange. During advance and attack, mark fatigue for one for one to cancel the attack they use against you after they pay the cost. Okay, sounds good. Obviously, this drunken person is going to be using strike. That's a, that's a pretty straightforward one. So, Cameron, you go ahead and you roll with focus to, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 12 plus 3. Oh, wow. So that is 15. Okay, well, that is a heavy success. Oh, so, he's going to be using, um, he's going to be using the, the strike. So, um, for strike, it's a strike of foe and reach, forcing them to mark 2 fatigue. Mark a condition or shift their balance away from the center, their choice. So basically, uh, you would mark two fatigue and you just literally cancel out his his attempt to punch you. And he takes fatigue. And he also takes fatigue, correct, yes. Equal to what I took? Yep. So he'll mark two fatigue and you mark two fatigue. And he completely whiffs it as you sidestep very expertly out of his way. Uh, Mika, you are, you said you're going to do evade and observe? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, which option were you going to take? Okay, um, I'm going to do the bolster or hinder. Okay. So you aid or impede a nearby character inflicting inappropriate. So roll uh, with either creativity or harmony. I'm going to roll with creativity. Okay. Uh, five. Five. Okay. So that's a miss. So what were what were you trying to do? So were you going to were you going to bolster Bill Door or were you going to hinder the hinder drunk guy? The you were going to drunk guy. Okay. Yeah. So what it what how are you going to try to like hinder him to like keep him from successfully hitting? From hitting Bill Door. Yeah. Um, tripping. Okay. So you stuck your foot out, and then he he whiffs, and then he likes when he like steps backwards, he like steps over your foot, so it doesn't quite trip him. Um, but he did miss, so no problem. Um, okay, so now at the end of an exchange, we can choose not to go into another round of exchange if you feel comfortable, but I would say that in this scenario, uh, since he whiffed it and he's still on his feet, um, he's going to just keep trying again, um, and he's not trapped or anything. So he's going to try to swing another punch um, awkwardly at Bill Door. Um, so I'm just announcing, I guess, that he's probably going to be using the attack um, option again, and everybody, uh, both of you can t decide what it is that you would like to do uh, in response to that. He says, as he's about to throw his punch, well, you, you know good, little dodgy, dodgy, dodgy man. <laughs> and throws uh, another punch. Can I say Bill Dore wants to sidestep the punch and, like, grapple him? Okay. Like, hold him? Okay. Like put his arms behind his back, I guess. Let's call that seize a position, since you're seizing behind him to sort of like grab him. Um, so you're putting yourself into a position to hold him. I'm going to call it that. Uh, Mika, what, do you, what would you like to do? It's like, I want to go for the kill. Just end this man right here in a tea uh, shop. No, there's a family nearby. There's a family. I don't need to They've got anxiety-relieving tea. They'll be fine. No. You look around and the people around you are like, 
excitedly drinking their tea as they watch this fight go down. This like, is oh, the like tea. Like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. <laughs> None of mine, but not. So I can choose a different basic uh, technique so I sure. could advance an attack. Yeah, you could do that. Say. Yeah. Which uh, which option would you like to take within that? Um, strike. Okay. Sounds good. Um, all right, cool. So uh, he is also striking. So Cameron, uh, you're going to be rolling first with focus. Um, this is to see the position. Nine. Nine? Okay, so that's a success. So you move to a new location. Essentially, let's see, uh, any foe engaged with you can mark one fatigue to block this technique. Um, he's not going to do that uh, just because he's drunk. You know, he's just trying to throw punches. So he um, goes for it. You dodge out of the way, and then you step behind him. So you don't have him necessarily um, grappled or anything like that at the moment, but you are right behind him to, to do something along those lines if you... Um, wanted to hear shortly. Mika, you strike. That's what you said, right? Yeah. Okay, so you strike. So roll with passion. Seven. Okay. Um, so you strike a foe. That's a success. So you strike a foe, forcing them to mark two fatigue, mark a condition, or shift their balance away from their from center. Um, their choice. Uh, he is going to. Um, he is going to take a pos- or a condition, which is he is going to mark angry. Which makes sense. Uh, you, how do you hit him? What are you doing to strike him? Um, can I just kick him? Okay. Like, like, where are you kicking him at? Like, are um, you kicking him from gut. behind? Oh, okay. So you're like kind of in front of him. So yeah. you like do a quick kick. He was not expecting you to attack him. Um, maybe it's because he might be a little bit misogynistic and he doesn't think like girls fight. Uh, whatever the case, you kick him right in the stomach and he. <laughs> And then he glares at you from the side like, you jerk. Um, So he is now angry. So he will take a minus two to guide and comfort and assess a situation, which is ironic because he probably already was taking a bit of a a minus from assessing the situation given his drunken state. But I digress. Um, Okay, sounds good. So uh, Bildor, you're currently standing right behind him. Um, He just got kicked in the stomach. Mm -hmm. Um, He is is looking like he is about to just topple over and pass out at this point. Between the drunkenness, between being kicked and such like that, um, etc., um, as this is having Guohan, uh, what are you and uh, what are you doing as you're kind of seeing all of this go down? So as I see this kick off, I'm gonna go into the back okay. and be like, "Hey, big guy, I think they need you out there." Uh, but hey, I have an idea. Maybe create an opening. Follow my lead, and I grab a, I let, I grab a cup, and I fill it with. Hot, dirty dishwater. Oh, man. Uh, and I go out there. Um, I approach him like, Hey, mister. Huh? Your drink's ready. Oh, my booze. On the house. I do like a free drink. And I'll be back for you in a moment. And he uh, he starts to hobble his way. He's like, I need a refreshment before I finish this bar fight. And he starts making his way over to... <laughs> To Guohan. Um, Broccoli, what are you doing in this situation? So after Guohan comes up to me, scoops up the dirty dishwater, say, oh, I gotta see where this is going. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so I follow him. Okay, okay. And I'm, I maintain a good distance where I can observe everything, okay. but still, um, what's it called? Intervene if I need to. I'm intervening. <laughs> All right, perfect. So uh, the we're gonna, we're gonna, we're out of, the exchange exchange yes 
Um, you're out of the exchange at the moment. That's the cool thing about this system is that you can kind of jump in and out of exchanges really easily and really quickly. Um, as he's making his way uh, over to Guohan, I'm assuming Bill Dor, are you following him from behind? Yeah. Okay, okay, because you've got your position behind him. You're so kind I, of readied. Mm -hmm. I was going to kind of meet him halfway okay. so that we're, like I walk down like the center aisle or whatever, and he's walking from the side, so we meet kind of near the front door. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you kind of come to him more than yeah. he comes to you. Okay, yeah, I'm gotcha. coming over there. Okay, sounds good. And then, um, Mika, where are you? Are you following, or what's kind of your position at the moment? Um, what is the? Where was the? Where was our position compared to the family? Sure. So you were maybe like two tables down because he was sitting in the corner in the like far corner table, kind of like the darkest little section of the room. Most people don't even use that table. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> the the Aragorn table, if you will. <laughs> and uh, he so that was about maybe like two to three tables away from this this family that's sitting there. There are a few other customers at some of the other tables between there as well. Um. Well, I'm going to essentially just observe the situation, but okay. in a sense where if I needed to jump in to prevent anything that would happen where the family would be involved, like, I could block it, you know okay. what I mean? Okay, um, okay, so you're kind of taking a, a, a potentially defensive stance if things go awry right. as this whatever... Guohan has planned out goes goes into place. So um, the drunken man approaches Guohan, who's holding the the tray, and he steps forward. He says, "Ah, it's about time you guys brought me my drink." And he takes the cup. I assume, like you're not holding it, yeah, or it's you not like, Here's, yeah, we got some hot, dirty sake for you. Ah, yeah, I like it hot and dirty. <laughs> and he picks up the cup and he downs it and. He drinks the whole thing. I mean, he just, like, he goes for it. He doesn't even really taste it at all. Well, I mean, he does, but he just says to to you, Oh, yeah, that's the strongest. <coughs> oh, man. You guys really don't do too much with alcohol. That's for sure. This stuff tastes terrible, but, man, it's, it's, got, it's definitely strong. This will get me back into this fight. I'll be just fine. And he starts to turn around to like head back to uh, to this this combat situation. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Especially you, Guohan. What you, what, what was your what was your thinking? Um, well, I wanted to try to use one of my moves. Okay. Um, it's called "This Was a Victory." Okay. When you reveal that you sabotaged a building, device, or vehicle right as it becomes relevant. Mark fatigue and roll of passion. So I'm not sure if that would really apply in this situation. <laughs> I, I'd be willing to. I mean, you sabotaged his drink, so I, I, I could just, see that. So I'm going to reveal it by saying, oh, hey, mister, that was a dirty drink, but it was dirty dishwash water. <laughs> what? I don't, it wasn't even booze? There was an alcohol in your dirty dirt water. There may have been some fermented berries. Fermented that's a roll, I think. Okay. Oh, I got two. <laughs> oh, no. He says, 
well, that was some pretty tasty dishwater. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how that would taste like if you watch watch a bunch of like teacups <laughs> yeah. it like melt together. It's just like an everything faint, tea. Oh, it's this it's, uh, faint it's tea broccoli's flavor. favorite tea. <laughs> My house special. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I the mean, irony is, is that you were part of making it. Yeah, yeah, you gave him the house special <laughs> for free, <laughs> <laughs> and he says refreshing and then he spins around and sees that uh bill door is standing there right behind him so we'll we'll jump back into another exchange but now everybody's involved so um you can all decide on what move that it is that you would like to do and how you'd like to do it and just let me know as you come up with it uh is anyone advancing and attacking i was planning on pressuring oh okay okay so you're going to intimidate the foe i mean what, what were you thinking of doing like you're, oh, I guess you're kind of revealing yourself to this guy for the first time. So this giant, muscular, stubble-bearded seventeen-year-old comes stepping out from the back. I like to think you're in an apron. <laughs> I don't know why, but <laughs> in an apron. Okay. All right. And then, are you saying anything? Because you would go before he does. So this is before he swings. So basically, um, Bill Door just kind of sets up for a parry stance. Okay. So he's just ready to counter whatever this drunken man does. Um, you come stepping out, the drunken man standing there. He hasn't swung yet. Like, sir, do you do you really want to get into an altercation now? Look at all these nice people. You're messing, messing up their evenings. Why don't you just head outside, and we can maybe carry take care of this outside? Oh, you got to roll with passion. That's what roll we'll see. Based on what you roll, and then we'll see how he handles it. Plus one, eight. Eight. Okay, cool. So you can choose an approach, and that pro or that foe cannot choose that approach in the next exchange. Okay. So even after I pressured him? Yeah. Um. It'll be so next exchange. So he might swing the punch now, but next exchange, you could tell him to not advance an attack because you want him to take things outside. Gotcha. If that, I mean. Uh, yeah. I'm okay. Okay. Cool. So yeah. Um, he seems uh, a little bit, yeah, he, I mean, he's ready. He's got the punch ready to go. You say this as you kind of step out from behind him. He hears your voice. He can hear that you've kind of got this pretty gruff, um, you know, more, uh, more uh, intimidating voice coming from behind him. So he's going to swing this punch just because it's already prepared. But at the same time, um, he knows that you mean business. And so he's, he's thinking, okay, if this doesn't work out, I'm probably going to just do what this guy says and we're going to take this outside. And uh, Bill Door, you're kind of at the ready. Am I near the door? Um, yes. Could it's I just behind you? Yeah. Could I just have him like charge me and then like sidestep him and just like shove him out the door? Sure. Sure. Um, I'm gonna mark you as prepared because you got behind him last time, so you're ready for what's coming. You clear, prepared to take plus one to all appropriate rolls, hmm. um, given the given the circumstance. Okay. So, or you could avoid marking a condition, but I have a feeling that you probably want to uh, direct that towards what you're about to do. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So you're probably going to do an advancement attack, I'm assuming, something related. Um, I, don't know. I don't know what you would call this. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. I want to say, I'm going to call it a retaliate, because he's about to swing at you, and you're going to kind of say use... either that or my parry. Or your parry, yeah. No, actually, parry, I think, is a good one. So go for, let's go for that. Uh, he's going to strike. Does anybody else have anything specific that they want to... Or at the very least, is anybody else defending and maneuvering? Okay, so you are going to because do your parry, so go ahead and roll for parry. I succeed. Yeah. And I get plus one to this, right? Yes. A ten. It's a ten. All right, that's a... That's a I have a plus three, success. and I got a plus one. All so. right, so one to one. 
So, um, Guohan, did you have anything specific that you wanted to do? Um, as far, I wasn't sure if you were going to advance an attack or if you wanted to evade and observe. I would probably evade and observe. Okay. And then Mika, are you doing the same thing? Okay. All right. Sounds good. So he's going to throw his strike. Um, Bill Dor is going to parry one for one. So you'll both mark two fatigue. Actually, exactly what happens that you wanted to happen is going to play out. So as he swings his fist, you expertly dodge out of the way, grab his arm with both of yours, and push him ever so slightly towards the door. His inertia already from his kind of awkward, heavy swing pushes him um, and his feet to quickly step towards the door just to maintain his balance as he pushes through the doors, lands outside, and kind of just rolls onto the ground, kicking up a little bit of dust as he goes. So the four of you are all standing inside, uh, kind of staring out as he goes, and then all of a sudden, all the people in the restaurant start to cheer and clap because you guys just kicked out that rude man from your tea shop. Um, he he's laying there in the dirt. Is there anything that you want to do as he as he lays in the in the dirt outside? Bildor uh, looks around and then just kind of shuts the door. Okay. <laughs> and then like wipes shakes off his the dust off his hands and then straightens his vest. And says, all right, uh, back to those orders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, sounds good. Um, you you don't hear from the man again. Uh, you assume that after you threw him out, he must have just hobbled away, or who knows, maybe there were a couple guards outside that watched him get thrown out, and kind of guessing from his demeanor, they, they picked him up and hauled him off to go sleep off his, uh, his drunkenness inside of a cell or something along those lines. He went to go find that hot bar. Is oh, he, about. Yes. Yeah. He figured, well, no luck in there. I think I'll go somewhere <laughs> else. And he started following what he can barely remember of your directions. <laughs> uh, awesome. So as you guys... have shanked. <laughs> or he <laughs> got shanked outside. <laughs> he allegedly had money, so I don't know. Um, whatever the case, as, as you guys are, you know, kind of dusting your hands from the situation... Um, Mr. Okuron enters to the back of the shop and he hears all this cheering from all these people and he approaches the four of you and he says, what in the world is going on? And with that, I think we'll end the session today. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Of course, don't forget to follow or subscribe to our podcast through whatever podcast site that you're using, such as iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and others. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for the social media icons. Following us on social media gives you access to all news, announcements, and of course, new episodes as they are released. You can check out our website, bendersandbrews.com, which will feature all of our episodes as well as news, announcements, and even cool character and player profiles. It's a great hub of information for the Benders and Brews podcast. And finally, we would be truly humbled if you would be willing to take the time to leave us a review if your podcast site allows you to do so, such as on iTunes. Or in the case of YouTube, you can hit the like and subscribe button and drop us a comment. Tell us about what you thought about our podcast episodes. It sure would mean a lot to us. Avatar Legends is a tabletop role-playing game created by Magpie Games. Nickelodeon, Avatar, and all related titles, logos, and characters are trademarks of Viacom International Inc., all rights reserved. I also want to thank the following artists who you can find on Fiverr for their amazing creative work on this podcast. Character art was done by Alicio Papadraw. Background art by Kenichi. Music by Joe Tims215. 
Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.